Welcome to the Life Tree Community Church Podcast. These are recorded during our weekly services in Robbinsville, New Jersey. Our prayer is that these messages help you grow in your personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, so here we go. So every year, at the beginning of the year, we sort of lay out um, our vision for the year, kind of what we feel like has to come. That's not going to happen today. That'll happen next week. We're going to talk about that next week. So if you want to hear what 2018 vision is, you got to come back in 2018. So today what we're going to talk about is uh, what's happened in the past. Um, and every year we identify a season. In 2010, we said it was a year of preparing the ground. That was the year we actually started our church. For those who don't know, we, we launched Life Tree Community Church in Robbinsville at the glorious Sharon Elementary School in the cafetorium um, there, which was the cafeteria auditorium hybrid. It's no longer in existence because now they've remodeled and it looks a lot nicer. But we were there on 101010. That's when we officially launched um, our church. And that year was preparing the ground. They're all kind of tree-ish, for, at least for a little while. And then we kind of ran out of tree-ish things and changed. But uh, they were tree-ish for a while. So preparing the ground, 2011, we said was a year of planting seeds now. So we turned it up in the first year. Then we planted seeds. 2012 was a year of cultivation. That was pulling up our sleeves and getting to work and uh, you know, just doing some, some really good stuff and saying, okay, how do we, let's not spread ourselves too, too wide, but you know, we've planted some seeds, now let's just attend to those, right? Rather than trying to be, so let's just do what we do and do it well and grow from there. Uh, year of 2013 was a year of increase. Um, and it wasn't huge increase, it was like a little bit of growth. But it was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to start to see growth, and God's going to, felt like God was going to add increase, and he did, little by little. 2014 was a year of maturity. We grew up. We became a real church. Um, actually, we, we did become a, a sovereign church at that time. Our church transitioned from having some oversight to now we're an independent church. We govern ourselves, and um, we have, there are some structures that you can find out about in our discovery course, little plug if you want to find out more um, about our structure, but in, essentially we have our own board and make our own decisions about the way we run things, and that happened in 2014. Uh, we also think moved to the senior center that year, and it was a, it was a, lot, of, a lot of fun. Um, 2015 was the year of first fruit, where we began to really see God was going to produce things in us, and we gave that fruit away. That was the year of fruit, first fruit as an offering. Um, and 2016 was a year of giving. We tried to say, okay, so now that we've got all this stuff, now we just need to give as much as we can. And, uh, and then 2017, uh, we came to this last year, and we believe we heard uh, it was a year of wonder, as you see on the sign there. And there you go. It's kind of it's a little dim in there, but it's a year of wonder. Um, we believe we heard God speak that word power into us, that this year was going to be a year of, of God acting in power. In, in a way that would fill us, we said, leave, saying, um, holy wow. Like that was, that was kind of the, the language you used. And a verse came to mind. It was Jeremiah uh, chapter 32, verse 27. And in this passage, God had told Jeremiah to buy property uh, to prove to Israel that even though they were facing capture, like they were, there was like imminent capture from uh, the Babylonians and the conquering of their land, that God was going to bring them back. She so said, you're about to be conquered by the Babylonians, but buy land now. Hey, the market's great. It's a buyer's market, right? Like, you're about to be invaded. Buy property. That's unusual. But it was God's way of saying, listen, this isn't permanent. It's just a season. My plan is for your good. And Jeremiah says, God, how is this possible? How are you going to bring us back? I don't see it. And God says this back to him. He says, listen, I am the Lord, the God of all the peoples of all the earth. Is anything too hard for me? And that was our verse at the beginning of the year. said, you know what, that's, just the, that's, that's power right there. 
This is simply, I am God, the Lord over all people, over no exceptions, right? Supreme, absolute. Nothing is too hard. I created the world. I created the people in it. He breathed life into existence. He can handle an army from another country. He can handle anything. So that one word just kept echoing power, power, power. But we didn't really feel like that, you know, I mean, that power, I mean, that's um, omnipotent power. Do you know what omnip- omnipotent is every, right? And potent power. So it's power in all directions. Right? That's God. God's got power in all directions. But we didn't think it was, it was right to call it, you know, 2017 is going to be a year of power. We're like, ah, just something wasn't right about that. We didn't think that was the right word. And so we felt like, you know, we kept praying, and, and as soon as we came up with it, I don't even remember who said it, I don't remember where it came from, it was Shana, where's Shana? Shana, we'll give Shana, it was Shana, um, who said wonder, and it was like, oh, that's it. That the power was going to result in wonder, and it was going to be a year of wonders. It wasn't so much about, you know, what God was going to do, but our response to God. Wow. Wonder is, see, wonder is defined as rapt attention or astonishment at something awesomely mysterious or new to one's experience. It's a response to something that your mind has yet to understand. So when something happens, I don't know if anybody had any wonder-filled moments Christmas morning. Do you have any, any kids open and they're like, like, couldn't believe what they were opening. I don't know if anybody had one of those things and are just like, your mind is yet to comprehend that you're opening it, you know, like like when I get socks, it's like, oh, oh wonder, right? They're really, I love socks, they're really nice socks. No, it, it, that moment where you just, your brain hasn't quite caught up to what you're experiencing and that God was going to act in ways that fill us with wonder. And so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of take a, a, a trip down memory lane for a minute and I'm going to start with just looking back on all the things that we did this year in, as a church. What did, what did we do this year in ways that filled us with wonder? And so the first thing we did this year, here we go, what we did. You got that? What we did. Yep. You with me? We good? There we go. There we go. So we started off, if you remember, with a week of prayer and fasting. I don't, know if, I don't even know if, how many of you were even here back in January. Some of you probably haven't even been to church. You know, you, you kind of jumped along some way along, along the, the journey this year. But we started off with a week of prayer and fasting. And then we had a prayer night as part of that. I think at the Foxmoor uh, Clubhouse, we did a prayer night. And then, of course, we had our crunch, which was our Super Bowl brunch and, uh, you know, munch and thunch and all the other brunches that we had. Um, we started Logs Breakfast this year, which were, it was the first time we'd ever done that. Um, Logs, if you don't know, are, sorry, I probably should have explained that. Logs are our men's ministry. It's Life Tree's Outstanding Guys. So we're really cheesy here. We like to just have, we don't take ourselves too seriously. So logs. So if you don't know what the logs breakfast is, sorry, that's guys only. But it was the first year we ever did that. So we, we invented a ridiculous name this year. Um, our youth went to winter retreat. And I don't remember how many, where's Kevin? I don't know, where's Kevin? How many did we take? To, like 17 kids on a bus out to Pennsylvania somewhere in the cold and having an awesome time. Um, we prepared with Craig and Patty. We prepared for a parade that never happened. It was awesome. The St. Patrick's Day parade. It was great. We had a float. I mean, we built this enormous globe. It was, it was so cool. And it's just sitting in your basement. I don't know where it is now. Um, I mean, how many of you made like flowers and people for that thing? Like, right? We had all sorts of stuff. Um, we started, we had compass classes this year. So people kind of discovered, 
uh, who who they are and how they were made and what what you know what role they were going to have. Uh, we had branches groups. How many participated in a branches group sometime this year? Okay, look, all right, hands everywhere. That's awesome. We had discovery classes where we got to know more about Life Tree and who we are. Um, our celebration service it was a carnival theme. Uh, Jess did an awesome job planning our carnival themed um, celebration service, which is our mem- basically our annual meeting for members. Uh, we do all our kind of a business meeting and, and other fun things. We call it a celebration service. So we did that. We had um, our women went to the color conference, right? And in New York City, I think that was. Um, we helped out at the Robbinsville Police Benefit Association, Benevolence, PBA, whatever that stands for, um, to their egg hunt. And we had Robbinsville Community Day and hanging out with, with the, the township. Ability Tree did respite nights and fall festivals and a Christmas party. We welcomed the Mowermans this year. That was awesome. I mean, that was just an incredible thing. New staff, let's clap for that one more time, one more time. All right. Just so you know, once the clock ticks 2018, you're no longer new. Now you're just going to be old news because they were last year. You'll be so last year tomorrow. As of tomorrow, you'll be so last year. Um, we had an awesome summer picnic out at the Sawmill YMCA. We helped pack 100,000 meals for hungry kids with one project in, at the high school. That was awesome. How many of you were there for that, for the, for the packing day? I mean, that was such an incredible experience. 100,000 meals for hungry kids right here in New Jersey. We sent kids to camp this summer, for summer camp. We partnered with three churches to pull off a VBS, a vacation Bible school with other churches. Come on, you know that was miraculous. Churches working together? Come on. Not only that, but we did it outside in under a tent in the rain. I mean, it was like uh, it was an experience. It was incredible. We sent people to Ability Tree Camp as counselors and as nurses. We celebrate Ability Tree Sunday with the Butlers. If you remember them having them here, and we sent a team to Peru and continued to work on a school there and, and built another floor and continued to do work there. We heard from. Uh, Dorsey Ross, a story of overcoming. If you remember him sharing his story of of, of overcome uh, with a book he wrote, Overcomer. Uh, we held Throwback Sunday in the Senior Center. I mean, come on, that was that was a fun time going back to the Senior Center. We've done I don't know how many community service projects. I mean, and I, I don't I didn't even have a list of them all. Um, we sent more kids to youth convention. We welcomed the Teen Challenge Choir, and they shared their stories of freedom and addiction. We've heard from our own choir throughout the year, all, all year this year. We had a baptism service. Andy, where's Andy? Yeah, Andy. Um, we packed over 125 shoeboxes. I remember, how, what was the final number on the shoeboxes? 140 shoeboxes that are now, right now, in the hands of kids all over the world. Just think about that. Just think about that. We had our first ever turkey bowl. I mean, a year of wonder. Come on. A turkey bowl with like 20-something, 30 kids or something out there and chicken holiday. It was awesome. We had a joint Thanksgiving service with five other churches at St. Greg's. I mean, that's really remarkable. A ladies' tea. We had our kids' Christmas program. We heard from missionaries from Jordan, from the Pacific Islands, from Spain, from Mexico. There are people here today that had never even heard of our church a year ago. I won't put you on the spot, but there are some who are no longer with us, who were here a year ago, who have received their heavenly promotions. And I think of one in particular is Mike McGuire. I remember Mike sitting in the back in his suit every Sunday, 
pale blue suit and his cane and his cup of coffee that Nancy would bring him. I mean, it was, it's been a year of comings and goings. It's truly been a year of wonder when you think of all the things that have gone on. And that's just the stuff we've done together. That's just the stuff we've done together. And here's the things we talked about. If you remember, we talked, we have sermon series that we preach throughout the year and message series and emphasis. And we started with a series called Good. We talked about God's wonder-filled creation of the world. That's how we started the year. Do you remember this? Talking about what's good. God made it and it was, it was good. And then we explored the battles for our identity and the impossible in Daniel's story and battles in Babylon. You remember going through Daniel and the lion's den and the fiery furnace and all of those crazy stories of Daniel. And then we focused on the God of miracles and all the miracles that God had done throughout scriptures. That God is a God of miracles. And that was around Easter time we kicked that off. Then we heard from a number of people. Remember the couches? Remember the couches up here? You walk in every Sunday and see couches up here. We, this is my story. And we had people just sharing their stories, telling testimonies. Because you know what testimonies do? This is, this is what God has done in my life. But I also want to let you know that he can do it again. Because a testimony is not just what God has done in the past. And it's, this is the reason we're focusing on this today. It's, it's because of that this is our story. What we're going through is our story of the past year. And I don't know where you are today. I don't know what's going on in your life. But I want to encourage you, all the stuff that we're talking about now, it's not just about the past. It's a testimony of what God has done in the past because we believe he can do it again. And again and again and again and again. It's been a year of wonder, but it doesn't mean that the year of wonder ends tomorrow. It's that God can continue to fill us with wonder. We studied the story of Moses and love lifted me. I mean, absolutely incredible story. From a child who should have been dead, placed just so happens, found by the princess, raised in the palace, I mean, it's incredible, the stories. We learned about how God works in us right now in a series called Full of the Spirit. About God working through us in the Holy Spirit. And we wrapped it up with a look at the hope of eternity and the wonder of heaven. And of course, we had our Christmas series, Star of Wonder. We just finished that. But it's truly been a year of wonder. So that's what we've done. That's what we've talked about. And here's what we gave. We provided Christmas for five families this year. Because of your giving, your giving, we were able to give over $33,000 to missionaries in 30 countries. Think about that. 30 countries. This little church in Robbinsville gave over $33,000 to missionaries to help them let people know that Jesus loves them. In 30 countries around the world, our kids, in addition to that, gave $2,000 to Boys and Girls Missionary Challenge to help kids in other countries know how much Jesus loves them. Our children in those little yellow plastic buddy barrels filled with coins and nickels, $2,000. We gave almost $19,000 to local missions organizations right around here like Meals on Wheels and the Food Pantry and Habitat for Humanity and Ability Tree and Teen Challenge, Mercer Street Friends, uh, campus ministries at Rutgers and UPenn and Project Freedom, Quilts for Comfort, Free International, which fights human trafficking. We gave almost $20,000 to just people in the U.S. doing things. We invested almost $40,000 in our trip just to Peru to build construction stuff, uh, a school, to construct a school. So 
together, it comes to almost $94,000 that we were able to give this year to let people know how much God loves them. Come on. I, mean, I don't know if you guys think that. that's, that's, that's not a small amount. It's almost $100,000 at this one little church in Robbinsville was able to give to impact our community, our world. And it's not just generally, it, it goes to people. Like I said, 140 kids right now have a shoebox in their hand from this church. That had we not given them, that's 140 kids that wouldn't get one. It's not like they find them somewhere else. It's just 140 kids that don't have them. But because of us, that made a difference. Because of your giving. It's been a year of wonder. And finally, I think you want to end with, with who to thank. You know, it's what we did, it's what we talked about, it's what we gave, but this is who we need to thank. See, because none of this would have come to pass without you. We are the church. We are the church. I just want to know the church doesn't have like this big bank account sitting somewhere where we just send this money to missionaries. Like it comes from you every single week. Like that's how it happens. It's your giving. It's your sacrifice. It's your prayers. Your faith. Your obedience to God that has brought all of this to pass. I didn't plan community day. I didn't prepare for a parade that didn't happen. I didn't plan an ability tree. I didn't teach a single kid. Like it wasn't, it wasn't me. It wasn't staff. It's you. It's, 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 it's us collectively working together to do this. And I want to thank you for believing that what you do matters. To be clear, I know you didn't do it for me. <laughs> um, everything we do, we do for God because he sees our hearts and our attitudes. We give what we have and we give it to him. But I also want to say that I recognize that what you do and what you give and what you invest determines who our church is. We are the church collectively. And as a pastor, I am honored. I am honored to be identified with this church. When people say, are you the pastor of Life Tree? I don't ever go, oh, what are they thinking? I go, yes, I am proud of it. It's an honor to be associated with such an incredible group of people. And I want to thank specifically, I want to start with my wife, Anna, and our family. Without them, I'm nothing. <laughs> I tell you, they keep me honest. So I think it was uh, Chuck Swindoll said, it's, it's hardest at home. At home, they don't celebrate you. They just say, Dad, your fly's open, right? Like, that's... That's what happens at home, right? They keep you honest. My daughter now, she's, she's going, Dad, 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 Pastor Dan, Pastor Dan. I'm like, Elise, don't call me Pastor Dan. She's like, it's the only way I get your attention. I'm like, oh, <laughs> call me Dad. I'll pay attention. <laughs> but I'm grateful for my wife. And her encouragement. It's been a long year. For those who don't know, I, I did a, an academic program this year. And uh, there was a lot of time that I was not available. And I just really appreciate Anna's sacrifice this year. Putting the kids, kids to bed, you know, putting up with my really grogginess all the time. And uh, it's truly been a year of wonder because of you. So thank you and I love you. I want to thank the best staff on the planet. And I mean that. 
these are the realest, most patient, most passionate people anywhere. And God knew I needed a lot of help and that we would need help to do this thing. And he sent us the very best. Your willingness to do hard work, to do hard things, to do things the right way, to give beyond yourself, to jump into the unknown with faith. That's what makes this journey worth every step. And uh, it's been a year of wonder because of you guys. So I want to thank staff. Really thank you guys. Come on, let's give it up for our staff. I want to thank our executive leadership team. This is functionally our board, our elders, and our deacons. These people refuse to settle for anything. If you want to talk about intimidating, just work with the executive leadership team. Um, but they believe the best in this church, and they've invested their lives into ensuring that we keep our eyes where they need to be. They don't compare our church to others, but they believe that God has called us to do something new and unique here and now. And I really honestly have no idea where our church will be in the years to come. But I wouldn't want to wade into that wonderful unknown with any other people. So thank you to all of our executive leadership team and to our board. Uh, where is he? Where is he? Stand up if you're, if you're here. I don't want to, I don't want to. So stand up here on the executive leadership team. All right. We've got, and Natalie's not here. It's been a year of wonder because of you guys. It really has. I want to thank our finance leadership team. Uh, this has been the first year for developing this team, and uh, I want to thank them for doing the messy work of starting something. It's really hard to start something, especially when it comes to finances. And we've had financial structure, but this year we have created an independent finance team, and uh, they've been a tremendous blessing to our entire congregation, and probably most of you have no idea about it. Um, the integrity and seriousness with which they steward the resources of our church is a source of peace and confidence. God has provided in extraordinary ways this year, and I do mean extraordinary ways. It's been truly a year of wonder for our church. Um, and I know it's because of your work that has prepared us to handle that. Um, we haven't communicated this before, but I just wanted to let you know um, collectively that uh, at some point this year someone gave our church a gift and it was a significant gift and it was a really really big gift for me at least it was a lot of money um, somebody gave us a gift finance just wanted to let you know about it because it was a year of wonder and I think it's just a testimony of what God's done um, we receive money every month you know as you guys give but occasionally we'll get a special gift and somebody gave us a gift at some point in the year that essentially equaled around two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars it was a very large one-time gift. And I think, yeah, I mean, let's clap for that. Come on. And what that fills me with is wonder. Because I go, God, I wonder why. Not why did that person give to our church. But why did you prompt that person to give something to our church. Because what does that mean for our church? What are you calling us to do? Who are we giving it to? How are we stewarding that? And so I want to thank our finance team for helping us uh, accept that, work that out, um, to just make decisions on that, and, and to our leadership. Like, okay, 
what are we doing? And so, you know, we're, we're making decisions about those things and continuing to, to, to work that out. But it fills you with wonder that God would entrust us with such a gift. It's been a year of wonder because of our finance team, so I want to thank them for their work. I want to thank our ministry leadership team. This is the backbone of our church. These are the people that lead up our branches and our treehouse kids and our youth ministry and our music ministry and the usher ministry and the greeters and the hospitality and the branches and everything that, that, that happens at church. Everything we have listed that's been accomplished, nothing would have happened without them. They've created opportunities for ministry to happen. They've opened the door wide for God to meet with each of us personally. And our branches groups have been the catalyst for life-changing relationships and allowed us to deepen our understanding of God. Treehouse Kids Ministry has given the kids an opportunity to build relationship with God on their own. It's happening right now. There are people that sacrifice every single weekend that will miss big church because they believe and investing in the next generation. And let me tell you, it is a sacrifice. You don't get to hear what goes on all the time. You don't, you miss stuff. There, think about the fact that on Easter Sunday morning, there are people that are not in service because they believe in our children. Every single Sunday, there are Sundays, I really want to hear that missionary, but you know what? I, I believe in our kids more than I believe in my need to get just another message. And so they're committing to being with our kids every single week. Our logs and our laurels ministry, which is the men's and women's ministries, have helped men and women develop deep relationships that go beyond the surface and make us the best people we can be. Our hospitality team. How many can say thank you for bagels and coffee? Come on. I mean, I'm sure they're on a first name basis with the bagel people. Yes, we buy a lot of bagels. And they provide an atmosphere that makes us feel com- comfortable and welcomed and well-fed. Our youth ministry has grown so much this year that we're making plans to get a bigger space. Because uh, it's, been, it's been awesome what God has done in our youth. Our music ministry is amazing. Aren't they amazing? And they continue. They continue to help us encounter God through times of worship. I want to especially thank uh, Danielle Hernandez, who's not here. for She does, I don't know, if, is Danielle here? I don't see Danielle. She does an awesome job with our social media and our website and our podcast. If anybody's ever listened to a message online, you can thank Danielle. She works with all that tech stuff. I really don't understand it. She tells me that our website's not mobile friendly, and I don't know what she means. But we're working on it. (laughs) She's working on it. I'm not doing anything. Um, We've already talked about our Ability Tree outreach and our community outreach. It's been a year of wonder because of our ministry team leaders. And if you're a ministry team leader, would you stand up, please? If you're, if you're on a ministry leadership team, just stand up. Come on. Stand up. Stand up if you're on a ministry leadership team. And today we especially want to recognize and formally thank all of you who have served as ministry team members. Every greeter. Every musician, every sound and computer tech. Come on, Dustin. Let's give it up for Dustin back there every week. It's not easy trying to follow along with, with, with pastors when they talk. But those who serve on our setup and teardown crew every day. All right. The parking lot just wasn't plowed when we got here today. There were people out there this morning with shovels, shoveling a parking lot. Early in the freezing cold, like... I'm telling you, there's a people who give their heart and soul 
to this church. Every Treehouse Kids teacher, every assistant, every person who does check-in, everybody who served on our hospitality team, every service host, every youth leader, every branches group leader, every usher, every welcome team member. You see people out in the parking lot now. We're doing welcome team. Isn't that awesome, Pastor Kevin? Isn't a welcome team? We've got people in the parking lot. The thing is, you are the church. We are the church. It's you. It's the front lines. You are what people know of Life Tree. And I want to thank you for presenting such a kind and loving and gracious and caring picture of Jesus to our community. Truly, the investment you make each week is a sacrifice of love and it's expression of your love for God and for his children. And for everybody, listen, if you have served on a ministry leadership team of some sort, whether you taught in trios, kids, anything I just listed, ushers, all right, hospitality, if you have served, I want you to stand up. Come on, stand up. I know I, I, I'm going to start calling out names if you don't serve. Stand up. Come on. Everybody who served in any of those ushers, greeters, teachers, anything. Come on. Come on. So there's a thing called the Pareto Principle. Anybody know what Pareto Principle is? 20-80 Principle. A little, little more well-known as that. Is that 20% of the people do 80% of the work. In our church, that's not the way it is. That's just not normal here. You come to this church, you know what? I'm just warning you now. You're going to get involved. We're going to put you to work. It's just how we do it because we just kind of believe that faith isn't just coming and sitting. It's doing. It's from root to fruit. You've got to do something. That's the goal is bearing fruit. And what you see is people bearing fruit and what's happening in our church because people are bearing fruit. So we just have a small token of appreciation for all of our everybody who's served in any way. So if you stood up at any time today... Um, on our on your way out, we've got a gift for you on the back table for all our ministry team leaders, ministry team members, executive team, finance team, everybody. We just have some. It's a small token of our appreciation. But I want to thank you for everything that you've done this year. It's been a year of wonder because of you. Absolutely, hands down. And finally, I want to thank everybody in the room who call Life Tree home. What happens here on Sundays would bear no fruit. If each and every one of you did not go live it out on Monday. That's the reality. Is what happens here on Sunday would be nothing if when you left this parking lot, you didn't go out and live a life that reflected what God is doing in your heart. Your willingness to live out authentic and courageous faith is the best ministry God will ever do through our church. Honestly, the best ministry we do is not the music we do on stage. It is not the preaching. It is not the treehouse kids thing, although that's really important. That's probably as close. There's a lot of really important things we do, but the most important thing is what you do every single day, whether it's at home, in your work, in your school, wherever you are. That's where the year of wonder has really happened. We're just helpers as staff. We're just, you're the ones doing. You were the leaders. You were the hand of God to your family. Our job as pastors is simply to equip you to do what God has created to do, and I want to thank you for taking that responsibility seriously. It's truly been a year filled with wonder. It's been a wonder to see you living lives that scream faith and the stories of people taking steps of faith and going out. I mean, if we sat here and talked about all the wonder that God has done through you this year, we'd be here for a long time. It's been a wonder to hear your stories of celebration and loss to wade through the mess of life, to see you walk forward with hope that there's better out there. It's been a year of wonder because of you, of everybody in this room. And I want to thank you. 
Give yourselves a hand. Come on. And we're going to close this year out with communion. And so I'm going to invite our ushers just to uh, prepare us. I think communion is a great way to end our year. It's a great way to celebrate that God is the God of wonder. He is the Lord, the God of all the peoples of the world. Is anything too hard for him? Communion, it's an opportunity for us to remember all that God has done. And let me tell you, if you're a guest with us today, we have open communion, which means that if you don't have to be a member of Life Tree to participate in communion, if you have a personal relationship with God, you are more than welcome to join us uh, with, as, we, as we celebrate communion today. But it's an opportunity to remember what God has done for us. Let me tell you, it's been a year of wonder because of you, but it's been a year of wonder most of all because of God. And you guys can prepare. You can, you can begin to serve whenever you're ready. Thank you. Today we've simply reflected on the past year. Again, I said next week we're going to look ahead. But they're going to serve you in just a moment. Yes, whenever, as, whenever they're ready, you can go ahead and serve. And as they're serving, I just encourage you right now. Consider the ways that God has acted in your life this year. How has God filled you with wonder? What has he done that's expressed his power in your life? So as you're serving, I just want you to take a moment and reflect. To think about it. Maybe you need to make a list of all that God has done in your life. Maybe you need to think about the hard times this year that God walked you through. What are the valleys that you walked through this year that God sustained you? What were the mountaintops? Think about the victories that God accomplished for you this year. What were the celebrations? What were those holy wows that came to you this year? Write down the deserts, which maybe take some time this week and make a list of this stuff. What were the deserts that you stumbled through? What were the joys that fell into your lap? What were the moments this year that you heard God clearly when you know it was his voice? Write down the seasons where God was silent, but somehow you knew he was still there. Write down everything you accomplished this year. What if you just made a list? We just talked about it. We made a list. What if you just actually made a list of maybe just things you did this year? Make a list. Maybe you should make a list of what you gave this year. Just put it in writing. Maybe make a list of people who helped you this year. Because here's the truth. When we just think about it, man, it's been a year of wonder. It's been great. We can be thankful. But there's something to actually putting it in writing and hearing it and hearing, these are all the things I was able to accomplish this year. And these are all the people who helped me this year. And this is what God 
provided for me to give this year. And when you put it on paper, when you compile it, you just might be overwhelmed at the wonder of God's love and care for you. I mean, think about the fact that, did you do this year alone? Or were there people who helped you this year? Do you take them for granted? Or are you grateful for them? So, I, I don't know, I just want to encourage you. This week, thank you. Take a minute. Maybe you do it today. Maybe you do it before New Year's. Give yourself half an hour and make a list. What you were able to accomplish, the people that surrounded you, what you were able to give this year, and every moment that God filled you with wonder. And just reflect on that. The bread today represents the impossible that God has done for us. That He's come to make us right with Himself. Think about that. We just, we just spent time reflecting on all the impossible things. I'm telling you, there's no way any of this happens without a collective effort and a lot of favor and a lot of help. We're in a building that's not ours. Do you realize that there's electricity running through this building right now? Any of you turn it on? Did you generate it? Are you creating it? No. We're just, we flick the light and it comes on. Do you know how many people are on the back end working to make sure that that electricity works right now? We take for granted little wonders like that. But that electricity gives us heat. It allows you to hear my voice. It allows us to record this. There's so many things that we take for granted right now. This is the impossible that God has done for us. That His Son came to this earth. We just talked about it at Christmas. That God came because He loved us. Nothing we could have ever done. You could have spent the rest of your life trying as hard. We could never get God to come down here and rescue us. This bread represents something impossible. This right here should fill you with wonder. It's unreal how much God loves me. It's the impossible that He has done for me. Let's take a moment and pray. Heavenly Father, what our brains and our minds just can't fully comprehend who You are. Lord, and that's that moment of wonder where our brains have yet to catch up to what's happened. And I ask that that wonder would continue to lead us to You. Would it just draw us to You? Compel us to come to You and to discover more. Because Lord, whatever it is that would make a God leave paradise, leave heaven, to come to earth, to give His life, to suffer a painful death for somebody like me, who's really not all that great. God, that just fills me with wonder. Would you fill us with wonder today, Lord? Thank you 
for loving us more than we know. Lord, we celebrate that you are the God who does the impossible for us, who has done it. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Let's eat together. And this cup, the cup represents the impossible that God is going to do for us someday. He has done it, but not yet fully. One day, He's going to welcome us into eternal life. We started the year talking about good and creation, and God created something new. And the best verse in the Bible is that God who began the new work in you will bring it to completion one day. One day we're going to be done. We're all works in progress. Yes, nobody's perfect yet. Maybe some of you think you're close. You're probably the ones that have the longest to go. (laughs) But one day God is going to free us from our brokenness, from our shortcomings, from our failures, from our problems, from our pain. And boy, is that going to be a really good day. See, this is the impossible that will one day be a reality for us. Because this cleanses us from sin and makes us, gives us access to that eternity. Oh man. Let's pray. God, I thank you for this cup. Lord, let this cup fill us with wonder. Not just for the here and now, Lord, but the wonder of what is to come. As we stand, Lord, on the back end of a year and reflect on what you've done, we can have hope for tomorrow. Because we know that this world is not all. Lord, you have eternity in store for us. God, I thank you for your goodness, for your faithfulness, for the sacrifice you made. Lord, this cup represents a fresh start for us. Lord, you will wash us new. Lord, a reset button. And I cannot wait for that glorious day when all things will be made new. We honor you today. It's in your name we pray. Let's drink together. I'm going to invite the worship team to come on up. They're going to close us out. And I want to pray one final prayer over you. So I know a lot of praying today, but it's how we end the service. And if our ushers will just get in position to receive our tithes and offerings. Would you bow your heads with me and pray one last time this year? God, we acknowledge today that you are a God of power. You are a God who creates new things. You're a God who prepares us for the battles that we will face. You are a God of miracles. You can do the impossible. You are God of all the peoples of all the world. Is anything too hard for you? You are the author of our story. It's not up to us, God. You write the story if we will give you the pen. And Lord, our stories, our testimonies of what you have done in our past only strengthen and encourage us that you can do it again. There is nothing you cannot do, God. You have made the lame to walk, the blind to see, the deaf to hear. You've brought the dead back to life. You've provided for the poor. You've healed the sick. God, there is nothing you cannot do. You are a God who loves us. You are the God who is with us. 
You are the God who is making all things new. You are truly a God of wonder. Lord, and it has truly been a year of wonder in our lives. But every year should be a year of wonder. In every year, let us recognize your power, recognize your provision, and allow it to fill us with holy awe. Lord, all of this is because of you. We give this to you today. We commit this year to you. We're grateful for your goodness in our lives. It's in your great name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you were encouraged by this message. For more information about Life Tree, please check us out online at lifetreecc.com.